Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast by Urbis Partners. I'm your host, Ian Knight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And today on the show, we're talking about, oh, is it a struggle to fill a rental at this time of the year? Now, this comes from a list of the show, Istin, who says, hey guys, be curious to hear you talk about how and why the rental market has changed and what we can expect in the future. After three weeks on Trade Me, there's no interest from tenants on my first investment property in New Lynn. That's in Auckland. And I found this article and have seen a few people talk about an oversupply of rentals, new builds flooding the market, people struggling to rent them out. Should I be concerned about this over the long term? Or am I missing something in the bigger picture? So this is actually the article, Andrew. Do you remember we talked about this? Or is this the one landlords need to change their tune or something like that? Wake up, landlords, the property market's changed. That was written by Miriam Bell for stuff. And we talked about that article in length about five months ago in episode 1058. And in that episode, we talked about the fact that the rental market constantly changes. One week, it will be very, very busy and the property managers, and of course we have some property managers as part of our company, the property managers are very, very busy. The market's crazy. And a couple of months later or a couple of weeks later, oh no, no, the market's very quiet now. <laughs> They're very, very sensitive to market conditions. It's because the market does change very, very rapidly from month to month when you are searching for tenants. Because some months there just aren't as many people looking for new rentals and other months there are lots of them. Now, what's important to note here is that the experience of one person can be very different from the experience of the rental market as a whole. So I want to run you through the same three numbers that we used or went through in that episode. So if we look at the Trade Me Rental Index, the latest data came out in October. And the headline for that article with the latest data from Trade Me was rents back at an all-time high in October. And that was when the national rent was $580 on average, which compared to $570 in June when that article was written when landlords needed to wake up. So it's up another about 2% since June, and that's an average of about 4% year on year. And in fact, in October, everywhere increased from the month before except Wellington. So rents across all of New Zealand except Wellington went up. And the only reason Wellington didn't see a big increase in rents is they had a 47% increase in the number of rental properties available on TradeMe. And even when that happened, we didn't see rents come crashing down. I've also been looking at the Tony Alexander data. I remember when that article came out, there was quite a swing where many, many more landlords were saying, it's really hard to get tenants now. That was back in July and about a net 12% of investors were saying it's harder to find tenants. That's come back a bit to about 4 to 5%, so I'm seeing some improvement there. And also, when I look at Stats New Zealand's data, I can see that when you look at all rental properties in the market, rents are up about a percent since the time that article came out. So look, I am not seeing evidence that the market as a whole has had a massive shift, especially since that article's come out. I haven't seen any deterioration. In fact, I've seen a bit of an improvement there. But Andrew, why do you think it's the case that some property investors like Iston, though, are going to be finding it a bit tough at the moment? This is the December dilemma. This happens every single year. So I've, you like that one, didn't I, you? I love alliteration. That was, that was just straight off the cuff. I knew you'd like that. So every December, I have the same issue. 
developers try and squeeze through the completion of their project. So they might have been due to complete in, say, October, and then there's some delays, and there's some delays with councils, and they do everything they can. They must go and bribe the council because they managed to all get it through just in the nick of time, just within the two-week settlement before Christmas. And then, of course, what happens is that people get these properties and then they put them onto their property manager and the property manager advertise them. But we're thinking about other stuff before Christmas. We're thinking about buying your mother a Christmas present. We're not thinking about moving house. So Just to be clear, you're talking about tenants, not, tenants, tenants. not property managers. No, no sorry, manager. sorry. Yeah, not property managers. We as in tenants are not thinking about moving. And so often this happens. And then every year, my team at Venture ring me and they panic and they say, look, there's no one making inquiries. And then what happens is everyone goes on holiday. And it's interesting because quite a few sales and quite a few rentals happen over that time. What happens is people have actually got five minutes to breathe. So once we get Christmas out of the way and Boxing Day sits down and we think, oh, you know, we, we wouldn't mind living in a different area or let's see what else is available. It's amazing. We always get reasonable interest over that late December, early January period of time. and. Again, it's just human nature to panic a little bit when you don't have that many inquiries, but it is a busy time for everyone. And I do think this year, there's a lot of people on holiday because you can actually leave the country now. Lots of people that I've been working with have been on overseas trips in the last couple of months. And so again, their head's not thinking about a new rental property. So it is unfortunate, absolutely, but it's just a short-term thing in my experience. So let's talk about what are the reasons that your property might not be renting. Obviously, one of them is the time of the year, as Andrew said, we're in December. And the other thing is that when a developer is rushing to get some properties to be completed, you might see about 20 properties within that development all looking for tenants at once, depending on how many have been sold to owner-occupiers and people purchase them for their own use. And I think in this case, I went onto Google Maps, had a little stalky stalk around. I did see that there were about 20 properties within this development. Now, I did want to think as well about your specific situation as well, Istan, because I wanted to see, well, what's potentially happening with your trade me listing? So what I did was I did something a bit nerdy and I ran a bot to scrape all of the properties available on Ulin at the moment to be like, well, how many views has your listing got compared to other people for how long it's been on there? And I think you must have changed your property manager because you mentioned that your property had been on TradeMe for three weeks. But at the time I ran my scrape, which is probably a couple of days after I received your email, it looks like it's only been on there for 11 days. Well, maybe your property manager pulled the listing down and has put it back up, but something like that. But I thought that was worth mentioning. Now, when I look at the data to see, well, how many views has your trade me listing had compared to the average number of views? You're actually on about ballpark. So I wouldn't say that your property is underperforming compared to the rest of the properties available in New Lynn at the moment. And I've also been looking at the number of two bedroom properties available for rent in New Lynn compared to the number that are actually there. And I thought maybe we'll see a whole heap of supply at the moment, a whole heap of two bedroom properties looking for new tenants and maybe not a lot of demand in Newland. Actually, that's not what I'm seeing. There's currently 37 two-bedroom properties available in Newland. And in total, I'll just get you the numbers now, there's about 800 people who rent two-bedroom properties in Newland. So having 37 there, it's, you know, the number of properties currently available on Trade Me that you're competing with only represent about 5% of the total market. So 
I'm not saying that there's a whole heap of supply of two-bedroom properties in Newland that you should be particularly worried about. I think it's more due to the fact that we're about to hit Christmas. December's a busy time. Tenants are quite busy, probably not looking at properties. But there's nothing to be saying that you should be worried about the amount of supply on the market right now, nor am I seeing that there's anything you should technically be worried about in terms of your rental listings. But Andrew, what do you think? Should Easton be worried about over the long term, the supply of new builds? No, absolutely not. This is all cyclical and this kind of thing happens every single year. And I'm not meaning that to sound like I'm downplaying your concerns. They're completely fair, but you just have to see out this awkward part of the year that lots of people have to are faced with when they're buying off plans. And remember, right now, people are talking about there being an oversupply, and that's because house prices have come back and there's a lot of construction going on. But that construction was signed up for 12 or 18 months ago. So it just is people's perception of the market. But I can tell you this, next year you're going to see these development projects. You're going to see builders going overseas to Australia. You're going to see developers not buy land. I'm already seeing it now. You're going to see developers mothballing projects and saying, you know, I'm going to wait for a few years before I do that project now to get my margin back up. And once the market turns and sales start to pick up, all of a sudden there won't be enough builders in the country. All of a sudden we'll be convinced that there's an undersupply and there'll be upward pressure on rents and there'll be all that talk again. So this is completely normal. It's just a cycle we're going through. I've also been talking to Ashley Giles, who works for Venture Management in Auckland, and he's renting some of the properties in the same development as the one that you're in. Though, of course, in this case, you're using Ray White, I think. And I was chit-chatting with him about, well, how the properties that we're managing, they're going. And he said, well, at the moment, because there are fewer tenants hunting around, they are getting a little bit more picky. And he said, there's another development that we're renting way out in West Auckland. And he said, that one is a really good example. All of the two-bedroom properties at the front they rented after one viewing for $610 a week. All of the properties at the back of that development are sitting there empty just at the moment at $575 a week. And so in that case, tenants were willing to pay a bit more, but for a really high quality product. So things do change based on whatever the development happens to be and whatever the suburb happens to be. And we see this variation among developments and among suburbs as well in different parts of the city. But over the long term, I wouldn't be too worried, and I'll tell you why. I was actually just reading a report that was released by Auckland Council about Silverdale. That's very North Auckland, and that was released in about 2020. And in that report, the council was talking about that over the next 30 years, there are going to be another 700,000 Aucklanders moving into the region. So 700,000 people moving into the region. That is going to require an estimated 313,000 new dwellings. Now, come on a thought experiment with me, Andrew. <laughs> Imagine a street full of new dwellings. And let's say there are 50 houses on that street, 25 on each side. Have you got that in your, in your uh, head? It's locked in. You're not, you're, you're not Ace going. of spades. Oh, no, sorry. No, you've got your 25 properties on each side of yep, the road. got it. Okay, now, now zoom out a bit and imagine 20 streets of those properties. Okay, so 20 streets, each with 50 houses on them. So that's 1,000 houses. Now, how big is that in your mind's eye? Um, <laughs> up in the attic, it's, it's, it's uh, a suburb. Yeah, it's a decent size. Now, multiply that by 313. Oh. That's 6,260 streets with 50 properties on each. 
So there are a significant number of dwellings that are needed in Auckland. And in 30 years' time, we are going to need those 6,260 streets with 50 houses on each street worth of houses. Now, when I put that in your mind, over the long term, are you really worried about whether there's going to be tenants in Auckland, people who want to rent properties? Mate, there's going to be heaps of them. And in about 10 years' time, we're going to be screaming out, having the exact same conversation we were having two years ago, where there was this big undersupply and, oh, we needed to build more. It's just that right now, we're seeing quite a bit of supply coming onto the market and we're seeing declining house prices. And we're at the point in the calendar year where there are fewer tenants out there because they're busy. If they're in Christchurch, they're at Ballantyne's busy trying to purchase some presents. And if they're in Auckland, they're at the warehouse or they're at Farmers or they're Why at Smith they and Coe's. Smith and Coe's? Well, Smith and Coe's is nice as well. But the market will come right. And I hope that you'd find a tenant as quickly as possible, Iston. Right, let's wrap it up there, but please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Property Academy podcast. It really does help us get the message out to more people. And hey, if you want to learn more about property with Andrew and I, check out our YouTube channel because we have released a ton of content on there over the last 12 months. Whip out your phone, Google Opus Partners YouTube. You'll have a ball of a time seeing our faces talking about property. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy Podcast. I'm your host, Steve McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nicholl. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics, and insights to help you get the most after you've the market. Until next time, 